Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. We're going to now go into the house that hip-hop built. Sophia Chang, the baddest bitch in the room, is still here. Uh, we were talking about Unlock Her Potential, which is her mentorship program, which is amazing. I was a part of it a couple of years uh, ago. And now, uh, was it last year? It feels like yeah, just yesterday. Uh, and now she's kicking off a, a new round of mentees and mentors. Uh, September 9th is your deadline for signing up. But Tyler Merritt was like, how you going to let her go without me asking? My whole half my book is about hip-hop and the influence. And I got Sophia Chang, and I don't get to ask her. So I was like, all right, Tyler. Sophia's sticking around just for you. Tyler perfect. Murray. Perfect. Listen, two, I, I'm going to, I have two things I need to ask you. The first, I'm going to ask you up front so you can sit on it while I ask you about the secondary thing. Okay. Um, I need to know your current top five be- favorite MCs, top five. So I'll let you get to that. Think on that, though you may already have them locked and loaded. But before we get to that, I need to know, have you heard Jay-Z's verse on DJ Khaled's new song, God Did? I have not, but I'd love to hear you talk about it. I am so glad you want to hear me talk about it because I listened to it at midnight on Thursday night because Khaled's been all like, God did, God did, whatever. And so I knew he had Lil Wayne on it, he had Rick Ross on it, and he had Jay-Z on it. Now, Hove is my favorite rapper of all time. However people want to feel about it, that's fine. We can argue about it. So I go, there are, I'm telling you, there are people who are listening right now who are like, I can't believe we're getting to talk about God did. So I listened to the song for the first time and then I lose my mind, Sophia Chang. I lose my mind. I'm sitting here like, what happened? By the way, it's the song is like eight and a half minutes long, okay? And Jay-Z doesn't start like two like two and a half three minutes go by and you're like how is this song eight and a half minutes long the reason why is because hove raps for four and a half minutes on this song hove goes off he blacks out for four and a half minutes and so i'm sitting here listening to it losing my mind literally karen hunter comes on twitter and i and i hit her up and i'm like are you did you listen to Jay-Z on God Did? I need to know. You're like, I'll listen to new hip hop. I go and look, Jay-Z's trending number one on Twitter. Cause I know I'm losing my mind. So I want to encourage you, Sophia, to go and listen to Hove drop four and a half minutes of brilliance so much that Ari Melber went on MSNBC and had to do this whole Shakespearean conversation about his verse. All right, that's out there. <laughs> So I have a few things to say about that. Mm-hmm. Number one, I love Khaled. Um, he is amazing at assembling talent. He is a magnet. And I think um, he gives them the space, not just musically, but lyrically and creatively to do what he wants to do. Number two, I love that we are living in a world where there is an eight and a half minute song. You know, this was unheard of, but the gatekeepers are gone. Right. So you don't have people saying it's got to be three and a half minutes or give me the radio edit. Give me the radio edit. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day, think about some of those disco songs. I think good times. Right. Right. Good times is a very long song. And they did a radio edit. Fair enough. But let it breathe. 
And I'm totally mm. fine with the short songs. I'm totally fine with the 888, 16, 16, 16, whatever it is. But the notion that we can just let it breathe, right? Mm. And if Hope wanted to go on that long, I'm sure it's amazing. And I will immediately go listen. I love to hear that. Look, how many decades does he have under his belt? One of the things that I respect so much about Jay-Z, um, in addition to like just his lyrical, right? His lyrical style is how he's so easy with his flow oh, i cannot wait for you to listen to this you know, song. He's, just so, he's just so easy with it it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound overwrought and tortured and like when mcs are like that it, it stresses me out a little bit and that and that's what's going to take me to my my list of my top five so when you say current favorites i don't know current hip-hop i aged sure. out of hip-hop a long time ago Please do not send me your demos. Um, my my opinion is no longer relevant, but I will tell you my favorites right now, and they will be for all time. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Nas, Jizza, three thousand, right? Andre, um, Meth, and Old Dirty Bastard, God rest his soul. I managed two of those people, so I have a little bit, you know, I have a little bit of a a, um, a preference there. A personal you've preference. managed, you've managed the greats. Don't downplay that. Like you just like loosely. We know you. We know you. Like you, the fact that you can say ODB and rest in peace, and you mean that in a in a tangible way, like that affected you in an actual real way. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I also have to shout out. Uh, Yesterday was the uh, 10th anniversary of the passing of my friend, Chris Lighty, God rest his soul. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Chris Lighty. Um, and his story is the story of hip hop. Uh, if you want to listen to the, his story, uh, you can go listen to the mogul podcast. But I, I'm, I'm so happy for somebody like a college who just has this, you know, one thing I'd love to know about that record, Tyler, is how was it recorded? Because one of the things that, this very this woman careening through middle age misses about the analog era is the chemistry in a studio so i'm not saying you can't make great verses by flying digitally right of sure. songs of course you can we've heard so many of them but there was a magic that happened when they were in the studio together so i worked at jive which was in the same building as battery and d'angelo told me there was one night i think he was in a room Nas was in a room and maybe ODB or Tribe was in another room. Now, it doesn't mean that they ended up dropping eight or 16 bars on each other's songs, but you know that they were in each other's rooms, right? right and however right. it happened, through osmosis, they inspired each other, right? And I A&R'd the scenario remix. And there was something to be in the room when, when an MC went up and they delivered their first verse and you were like, and then the other MCs were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to follow that. There's just something, there's a chemistry, there's a there's an energy, attention, frequencies, um, all of this stuff that buzzes and it's tangible. Like when you're in that room, it's one of the great privileges that I experienced. I got to like be a part of that. I got to have those neurons and ions bouncing off of me, right? And I got to absorb some of them and having them all together, I'd be really curious to know, probably not because it would be hard to assemble so many phenomenal MCs, but if Khaled didn't do it, in my mind, he's figured out how to do it digitally, right? right? Because it's one Phil. thing, exactly. It's one thing to have a great beat and then you have four incredible MCs and they fly in their verses and you have 
great verse, great verse, great verse, great verse. That's not necessarily a song to me. Mm. Right. In the same way that 12 great songs is not is not necessarily an album to me. Back in my day, do you know how long artists and AR people spent sequencing an album? We mm. spend so much time because it's meant to be listened from top to bottom, like you read a book. You don't read a book out of sequence. You don't read chapter five and then three and then read the last chapter. And that's all gone now, and that's fine because it's not how people consume music anymore. But in the same way with the song, the idea of like just this kind of chemistry that he's been able to do whether in person or whether digitally that's a big part of college magic to me and what i think he's a master of thank you for allowing me to talk to you about hip-hop and i just want to say anybody who's going to go listen to that track the mistake what i ended up doing it's track two drake does this intro then track two is called god did then track three actually is kanye and eminem i never even and eminem has a killer verse on this track three never even got to it because I spent 24 hours Good for you. listening over and over and over and trying to digest what Jay was trying to say. So I can't wait till you listen to it. I, Thank I you, can, Karen, for letting me talk. I, I can hardly, good. hardly wait. The one last thing I want to say about hip hop in, in terms of current hip hop is, and I don't, and I, I don't, I can't name a bunch of her songs. I'm a huge fan of Meg Thee Stallion. I'm a huge fan. And I'll tell you why. The first time I heard her, the first thing that occurred to me was she writes her own verses. Mm. I've done A&R. Mm. I, 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 know, I know what that's like. And the way that she delivers, it is so clear that she writes her own rhymes. There mm. is something that is so organic that comes from so deep inside of your spirit and your soul. And when you spit, when these MCs spit, you know that they had to write them. They're so, mm. it's almost like it's part of her DNA that she brought up. I love Meg. I think she's nasty in the best way. Woo, she's a monster on the mic. I love Meg the Stallion. Okay. Love. Okay. Okay. Thank right. you. Love you. Love Dr. you. So I want to oh. come to your house for dinner because your house looks beautiful if that's your house. That is. Robin, Dr. Robin. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wait. you come. Okay. Where are you in the in the world? She's uh, in LES, New York. Lower East Side. Yeah. You're, New York. Oh, you're in New York. I'm in Philly. So, I mean, that's just a, a you know, a, a breath away. I just have to say, and Karen, I don't know if you need to go to commercial. No, and we, I mean, eventually, but you know, I should, <laughs> I should host a dinner. Well, yeah, you should. Absolutely. I mean, and don't do it's been a done before where you put it out there and then don't invite us. We're going to show up anyhow. Oh, well, first of all, I don't like to be around people and the people I like <laughs> to be around are in this room. So y'all, no, yeah, it's I fabulous. think it would be interesting to, But I, I have to say this, honestly, what you're to, what I just listened to, first of all, I pull up, you know, God did, so I can't wait to listen to that. But the other piece to me that we're really talking about is synergy and alignment. Mm. And what happens when, uh, when you were just talking, Sophia, about uh, Meg, that is it Meg, right? Yes. That you were saying is that, yeah, yeah. What's powerful about that is anytime someone delivers their own truth, we can tell the difference. Mm. So it's not only in a rhyme, it's in a sermon. It's in, I mean, it is when it's in a conversation like right here, right now. So if I were, you know, if I decided I was going to say something just to be saying something, you would know that Dr. Robin is, at least in this moment, fake. Mm. 
you know when someone is articulating verbal, it's not just language, it's communication from the soul. And so I just wanna remind us of this bigger picture as well. Hopefully that is calling all of us. We may not be artists, you know, we may not be in front of a, an audience or a mic, but we all have a stage that is calling us front and center. And that is really this question, will we show up being who we really are? The last thing I just wanna say is there's a rabbi who was asked this deep question, which is, you know, rabbi, what will we be asked in the afterlife? Like what's the, you know, what are we gonna be asked about? And the rabbi says, you will not be asked why you were not Moses or David or Deborah or Ruth you're going to be asked why you were not you. Mm. Mm. And that to me is what we're talking about in terms of rap, in terms of music, in terms of communication. And God did, which as soon as we're off the air, I was gonna try and do it while we were no, on. We're gonna do it, we're gonna do it now. We're gonna do it now. Okay, we're gonna play good. a little bit of it now so we can get a little taste. And we can't play good. much of it because you know copyrights and all that. Sophia, love you immensely. Karen, See you thank in the you. Thank yes. you. And this is your gift, Karen, is that you bring people yes. and they show up and they are earnest and they are truthful. You are a storyteller. Yeah. We are all storytellers. Tell your story. You bring people on to tell their stories and every one of us has a story and it is unique and it is beautiful so god bless you karen hunter and thank you thank you thank you i love, love you thank you, you dr robin thank you. you tyler i love, love you at dinner hey this is karen hunter you can listen to the karen hunter show live every monday through friday at 3 p.m east on sirius xm urban view channel 126 or anytime on the sirius xm app